Our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious oh, along yeah. with Justice Old Package, uh, Craig the British Bulldog, uh, and guys, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic doesn't hold up Savage versus Steamboat at WrestleMania 3. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWB2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast? Uh, Dave, little enough fat job people waited six hours to get into the Silverdome uh, for WrestleMania 3. It was actually papered attendance. There was a, the only, there was only 20,000 people there, and they papered 8,000. This is. This is brutal. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just, you can go look it up yourself. You can go to this. Dave Meltzer is just another reason to get this off. Is, this is this is this yeah. is this is Brendan Fraser coming in as Dave Meltzer's voice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, yeah, that's like <laughs> Brendan Fraser could play Dave Meltzer <laughs> in a movie. This is this is Brendan Fraser. I'm coming in as Dave Meltzer. Fair uh, enough. Uh, yeah, he's got you. Macho Man. Man. No, so I'm we just, we're in. Just, uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're in the march to WrestleMania right now, and so this is an easy this is an easy thing. I'm going to say, does it hold up? We're doing another edition of Does It Hold Up? So where we watch a match that's talked about or remembered fondly from the past. It doesn't even have to be from WrestleMania, but we're doing WrestleMania theme one this time. Uh, and so I just said, you know what? I'm going to go for the big daddy. I'm going to go for the big one. Uh, does Macho Man Randy Savage defending his Intercontinental Championship against Ricky the Dragon of Steamboat from WrestleMania 3 still hold up? Now, you might say, of course it does, Jess, but you don't know until you go back and watch these things. A lot of years has passed. 35 years, what? Jess, 1987. I was going to say years ago, but I'll years. go with 35. Um, uh, it feels like it was only eight years ago, but um, because our fandom really is around this time. This is when we all started kind of watching wrestling around this time, because a little bit later, because he's just a baby. But... Um, uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah this is the first match like of a wrestlemania match where people are like wow like uh the common thing coming up to this point was you know vince had clearly taken the promotion to more of an entertainment stance pocket promotion was still going towards like hard-hitting realistic looking kind of wrestling and a little bit more reality-based storylines and stuff whereas you know vince here by 87 and this was the event wrestlemania 3 that really made the other promoters go Oh, he's got us. Like, there's no, you know, I think everyone kind of felt it coming up in here. But after WrestleMania 3, you talked to a lot of people that, that were working elsewhere at the time. When they saw WrestleMania 3, they're like, yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, we like, can't do that. This, yeah, we can't do that. And he, we can't, you know, uh, the, the popularity, the national reach that Vince and Hogan and all of them had, like, here was just unmatchable. And then you started developing stars like Savage and... Hyper was already kind of yeah, huge brother. at this point and stuff. It's just it, it was really wasn't fair. Nick Roberts was only getting rolling here as a face, by the way, like at WrestleMania three. So there was just yeah. there was so much like great stuff ahead of them at this point. So this was the event that everyone talks about. I consider this the real WrestleMania one, if that makes any sense. Like to me, WrestleMania three got it right, and then they kind of set the stage for what dome shows would be later. You go back and watch this show; it's still awesome to watch. And really, there's not a terrible match on the card; it still holds up. Um, but I want to know, damn it, 
this this intercontinental championship match kind of set the this pace for that's the workers title even though it was kind of already regarded that before especially this match really put it out there where if you didn't if you didn't like WWE you saw this match and you're like well I like that like it was it was kind of almost like Savage and Steamboat were allowed to appeal to the actual wrestling fans that liked the stories that you could tell in the ring with good physical activity in there. You saw a good story with Hogan versus Andre, but it's different with Savage and Steamboat because they were lighter and they were more athletic. But at the same time, they were able to give the wrestling fan, they scratched their itch, so to speak. And uh doesn't hold up because this was 1987. How many, uh, how many pinfalls we get, guys? Who, who remembers? How many pinfalls? 153. How many? 23? 83. Uh, <laughs> 83, uh, 83 weeks, yeah. Macho Man made the title seem so important that you believed, like, I mean, I don't know. Some people may have believed that this was the main event. Macho had had the belt for 414 days at this point. So, yes. Uh, yeah. Which the storyline going yeah, in. A lot of people don't realize that Honky only beat Savage's reign by like two months, maybe. Like, yeah. Honky barely beat Savage's reign. Just to give a little background, He's the big right. knock on whether this match is the greatest of all time or not or blah, blah, or in the pantheon of Mount Rushmore of either WrestleMania or, of, or whatever is the fact that if you didn't know it and you obviously couldn't tell. So that's what my evidence of like who gives a shit anyway. They planned move for move and rehearsed it over and over you like um, for weeks or if not months and everything was scripted and um, every little beat of this match was planned. So the call yep. in the ring did not happen here. And for number some one, reason, people feel two, that that's two, a four, uh, that negates the quality of this match, and I just think that's what? that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, no. So people are stupid if they think that. I, I don't think Flair it does at all. Too. And I I almost think I like, improvise. I you call you it like to call it every mouth for mouth. I improvise. Keyboard that I never called. It, we always yeah, call it. Yeah, some more with We never planned it. Yeah. Even though you end up doing that, right? So let me let's dissect that a little bit before I don't want to go I too off on tangent. So I respect calling in the ring, but also that was I back do. in the day where each those two people probably faced each other like every day for weeks, right? Yeah. So you're absolutely going to copy like right. things. If yeah. you're wrestling someone for a month straight, like yeah. you're eventually just doing that, learning the beats that work and yes. scripting the match, you're telegraphing each the match, other. You're yeah. just you're just taking it. So the last week of the tour, you're going to be totally rehearsed. You just don't like I get it. You know, they might do call audible and do a different spot. Savage and Steamboat had one shot here, and I think that almost like handicapped them. If the crowd wasn't responding the way they want, would Savage have wanted to call an audible? If you're married to a script, you don't want to deviate from it because you're telling a story based on that script, right? So if the crowd wasn't responding the way, thank goodness, the, the Pontiac Silverdome crowd responded, it could have been fucked because they would have yeah, just yeah. continued on with that match, even if it wasn't hitting the beats with the crowd and it would have looked funky. Yeah. Well, how, it's a how huge often gamble, does that happen like, anyway, right? Other matches and they just keep going. And, 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 and if, if two guys could improvise anyway, like Flair and Steamboat matches and Macho and whoever, they could have done it if, if they had to. Like They would both have to get on the same page and say, fuck it at some point. Um, right. But they, they're both very talented and could have done it if that well, what they, they thought the was going to work. This, this stadium, it, it, right? They changed it up. Yeah, this stadium is not built like the modern stadiums of today. The noise is different in the Pontiac yeah. Silverdome. And you could hear when, uh, you know, we'll talk about it, but when they go into the false finishes, there's a couple times where we clearly saw it was only two, but the people in the top yeah. deck thought it was three, thought and was they over. fucking exploded. What a karate shot right between the eyes. This 90,000 punch is gone bananas. No, his foot's on the rope. His foot was on the rope. Good call by Hebner, his first good call of the match. The Dragon realized it, still on the attack, down in the middle, one, two, and Savage 
comes on once again. All they had was those shitty screens that even when the sunlight yeah. hit them, they couldn't see the replays anyway or what was going so on. So the, the referee's count was late and traveling up, and people were like, yeah. oh, fuck, that's three, and which is also added to the moments yes. like, of this match. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, the, leading up to it, real quick, uh, basically the way they set up the feud was Steamboat announced that he wanted to start challenging Savage for the IC title. Savage got really uncomfortable because that was Savage's amazing character at the yeah. time was he was perfectly insecure and that was the macho man character he was paranoid and insecure and so like he got really bothered when steamboat called him out because he knew steamboat might just let me ask you is that a one-dimensional oh Uh, yes very much very much so i know it's not at all um savage was such a a pro at like being super confident in his ability but when he got challenged by somebody he's like they might actually beat me like in his head but then that makes him more violent towards so he attacked steamboat he got on the top or he first of all he put steamboat on the outside draped his uh larynx across the metal guard railing on the outside and dropped a double axe handle and then rolled steamboat in the ring and jumped off the top rope with the ring bell and for what people don't know it was a square plywood with a metal bell literally screwed to the center of it so that you know they could ding it so savage took it and jumped off the top rope and rammed it into steamboat's throat steamboat got stretched out they did these horrific fucking vignettes by the way which i'm glad they don't talk about that much of yeah him trying to talk he's like hey <laughs> yeah he, like was he was ridiculous. a bad actor he was not good dog getting down from there from the top rope steamboat's grabbing his throat Looks like he's trying to swallow his tongue. Well, I believe they've counted out the dragon. It's so true. That, you know what? That's true. That ruins the match. The match is not just going to hold up. Oh, yeah. no. Because the Steamboat's promos and then, then it ruins it. Up, it wrap, up the, wrap up the episode. Let's go. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. It was, but, but then in the 80s, people were fucking into it. So when Steamboat came back on an episode of Saturday Night's Main Event and to get revenge, the crowd fucking went crazy. Steamboat was like in a dress shirt and he just fucking ripped the collar open or whatever and was calling Savage like out and Savage ran away and it was just awesome. Even the interviews leading up to this where Mary Hart interviewed Elizabeth and Savage and Macho Man uttered the great line. He's like, you want to call me? My phone number's on the back of my license plate. And she's like, you're a real charm. Like it was fucking awesome. Like so everything leading up to this was just great because Savage is great. And um, it always revolved around an announcer talking to Liz like, you fucking can yeah. you believe this guy? And Savage would just butt in going, Don't what are you guys talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? Someone, you should be yeah. talking about the Intercontinental Champion. Like he was yes, awesome. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. So everything it. was everything was good. And just and, and what ruined it for me, but because I wasn't a fan of this guy's character, however, it fit the storyline was George Steele was in Steamboat's Corner, yeah. which whatever. I'm not a big George Steele fan, but yeah. the storyline was Crowd that he that he yeah. George Steele was the original one that saw good in Elizabeth and he wanted to get Elizabeth away from Savage. So they were feuding for Almost a year. Great Savage and uh, Steel yeah. work. It takes so, away uh, from the greatness of this match, though, in a couple ways. Little, I, I totally kinda, agree. It like, does until the goofy. end when Savage kicks him right in the fucking face. Like, on the yeah. apron, it was the best yeah. shot ever. The camera was right there. He also pushes the ring um, bell guy, like, right into the um, yeah, just, in the Steel side. Yeah. I was like, damn, Savage. Yeah, that's wild. So it's really cool, yeah. even just watching these guys in the beginning of the match, like they're locking up, they're trading spots where, you know, Savage, had, they did this cool spot where like it was a drop down and like coming up and then Savage finally fucked up. And then that's when Steamboat did his famous big deep arm drags and 
The crowd, the crowd yeah. goes crazy. So there was really no wear down holds in here. The only no, no, wear down no hold I could even um, see. All, all good back and forth. Here's here's where um, things get a little weird for me if you try to compare it to today, right? So the number one thing that that and I think Vince does this on purpose um, is they they really protect Macho because he's the next hog that's going to ride that big title, right? So yeah. obviously, what happens is. Yeah. Uh, he knocks out the referee, mm. but he hits his big yes. elbow off the rope and pins him yeah. for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Steamboat is out. He now. had Steamboat beat on a count out twice before that, too. A chance to recover. He's letting Animal Steel out there. Now, look, at you talked earlier about how managers should not be touching people and helping people. Look what's going on out manager, there. Jess. He's just a friend. Oh, that's different, Dan. Look at this. The Animal picking up the dragon. This is terrible. He should have been counted out already by Dave Hefner, the referee. I've already counted to 20. As the dragon was literally pushed by the Macho Man over the top barricade right into the ring. Yeah, and so... Yeah, it, George, and Ventura really, was going crazy. That was hilarious. Yeah, Ventura. and Ventura was talking about... It would never talk about how much Macho cheated because Macho threw out... Oh, threw, threw like, like three times over the top. Steamboat does it once. That should be a disqualification, Gorilla. You know, so... You know, and that that's also what makes the match. That's another great part uh, and a good point that I was thinking of because of those back and forth of, of Gorilla and Jesse. It really it just adds more impact to the match. But the fact that there's that kind of um, saving face for Macho, if you did that today, um, it's not it, people aren't as sold into it as they would be then. So that part for me doesn't hold up because now it's like you go out on your back, but you should still be good enough to. Build your way back up if you're going to be the next yeah. world champion. That's how they're going to build you. They, you would lose. It I don't know. I think he would yeah. have been. I think if Savage went out on his back here, it wouldn't have mattered. It was the turn that, between and him and, and, and maybe that, that and maybe that's true, right? Yeah. And but the whole thing is obviously Vince didn't want to take that risk, and he didn't do that because I, you can't tell me that he wasn't a part of that decision yeah. to make sure that Macho was protected. And let's let's fast forward a bit. Did it actually hurt or like so? Steamboat lost the title because he wanted to take time off. Is that what happened, or he wasn't resonating? Yeah, his kid was being born. That's a good point that you bring up, Dave, because I did think about that when I was rewatching. I've watched that match 100 times, Savage and Steamboat, but I watched it again. But I did go, man, that was really interesting. Like, they didn't – I think also, too, it was so shocking to watch because at the time, Hogan would never be that vulnerable. That wasn't his character. Vince would never do that to Hogan. No, brother. But it was okay to do that with Steamboat, even though I did find it interesting going, Savage fucking draped his larynx across the steel railing and then dropped a ring bell on it. Steamboat should have went over fucking clean to get revenge, but he didn't. Yeah. He actually wasn't as good as Savage. Savage outsmarted him most yeah, of the right. match and, and you know, yeah. did everything and then dropped the elbow and went for the pin and the referee just happened to be knocked out. It caused amazing drama. And obviously both Savage and Steamboat signed off on it because they choreographed the match. But like, it was just kind of amazing. Like when I go back and go, wow, like they yeah. did go out of their way to protect a heel. And that's interesting because... Elizabeth was the key. It wasn't really wasn't anything Savage could have done that would hurt him more. Savage was going to be Savage. He was going to be great. Um, it was all about Liz turning face to pull Savage to turn face. That's what made people pop later. Um, it's so weird the way they're just like, yeah, you're not going to beat Steamboat flat. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna save a little bit of face. Like there, there's a chance you could have beat a Steamboat. Lot. Yeah, you saved a lot of face. There's a like a yeah, lot of reasons. If he hits him with the elbow, it's over. Macho Man poisoned his favorite position, bombs away. He got he it. Him with it. One, two, three. Where is that referee? Dave Hebner is still out of it. Macho's won this match, Monsoon. Knocked unconscious. There's Hebner now. Macho Man just turned him over. 
trying to slap a little life into him. It was good. Don't get me wrong. No, it was. was this whole match was good. And I will like, say, I, mean, really I disagree good. with Dave a little bit. Like, I found 35 years later, Jesse Ventura, as I know he was the typical heel commentator, I found laying on really, really thick to protect Savage. Like, enough to where it was a bit distracting. Where I was like, dude, shut up. Like, shut up. But he was like, and I know he always did in every Hogan match, and he was just doing, he was no different yeah. than what he, he did. He was being Jesse. Yeah, yeah, he was being Jesse. But for 35 years later, I was like, man, this is a little, they don't do this anymore. There is no, like, 24-7, like, nonstop heel being, commentator. Brief also, mentioned earlier, but the commentary between Gorilla and Jesse cannot be understated. They were fully in this, like, match and, like, talking about the fast pace, the near fall. The near falls was, like, Still to this day, I just get excited. I find myself clenching my fists when I'm watching them do their stuff. And and Jesse does say, like, 12 minutes in, this is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. So he does sell it. But he also, he's a lot in business for himself uh, a lot of times. I hate to say that about Jesse. I I think he always was. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was. You're right. Yeah. He wants to make sure he's one of the best uh, color commentators out there. So, wham. um, Also, also (laughs) when 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 you get to the end of the match where it's that quick roll up, it's also the quickest. Start count start. So Hepner's right on top of it too. It's so it's, crazy you say that right now because yeah. if you go back in the referee rule book, um, I don't know where that book is, but <laughs> the way a referee's supposed to do it when Definitely he goes down, he or she goes down for the pin, they're supposed to get parallel with the body to look at the shoulders and then begin their count. Hepner was in the air and started his one count as he was landing in the air. It was a fast yeah. count. I'm going to say that right now. It's a fast count. It's all part of the protection that I'm talking about. And Macho, to Craig's point, was extremely protected. Give me a break. Look at that. Oh, hybrid interference. The animal pushed him right off. I think the bell rammed Savage in the head, Jess. But the champion's still in control. Now a small package by the Dragon. They got him. I don't think that you need you don't need that today and i think a lot of fans would look at that now and not understand because it's entertainment today i think when we go back and look at that and we still had like a little bit of inkling like this might be real and it's because of that reality of it this all seems like oh there's there's mistakes and there's it should have been this way but the, the ref was out and you kind of believe it and it takes us back to that nostalgia but i think if you try to get a fan to watch today they're gonna be like mm, no that's not that this this seems sloppy because it's it's more realistic. Like even the covers right. look sloppy, and the and the rollovers and the reversals look sloppy because they look real. Yeah, well, it's real. and that, looks like they're really. That's happy. what you do. Now, in real life. So I'm going to cover now. every chance I can it's get. So One, two. Oh, okay, got him. One, yeah. two. I would get him. Like that's what this was. More, and by the way, what I was noticing too, these are when they are called false finishes, but they're not today's false finishes. Today's no, false finishes no. are ridiculous and over the top. Yeah, and so if you notice, Steamboat and... Steamboat was kicking out like right after two, right. and the crowd was still in it because it was just two athletes trying to get the pin mm-hmm. on each other. They were doing That's it off so shoulder blocks. They were shoulder blocking each other yeah. and going for the fast yeah. pin, hip toss. Going and it was for the one fast counts pin. the first right. five, right? Like or the first yeah. couple. It was like yeah. nowadays mm-hmm. false finishes are two and like. 
He would have kicked they're out after Savage's elbow. Finishers. They're after, they're after pile drivers and Canadian destroyers and DDTs. Here, they were fast counts off just trying to catch someone. Dude, Savage would get a quick one pull the tights real quick. You know, like one, of the, get... one of the coolest ones that Macho did was he he ran with uh, with um, Steamboat and you know got his larynx on the rope again and he flew back. He flew out of the ring. Got right back underneath and slid it and covered him again. It was all like within yeah. a second. I'm like, that there was were, so. There fast. was no wasted movement. So, there was no yeah. botches at all. By the way, but in nobody, this match, nobody does perfect. that. Nobody, nobody yeah. chokes him on a larynx coming to the ring and then jumps right back. I, in. I love the it's moment. Such a dastardly heel move. Nobody does. Steamboat it. spent yeah. a lot of time outside. Like it was the kind of the cool down period of the whole of the match, like six Literally. minutes in or whatever, seven, sure. seven minutes in yeah. it. Yeah. And Savage and Venture is bitching about why why isn't the ref counting and and um, Animal helps Steamboat in and then yep. Savage immediately throws. Him out the other rope so it was like yeah. so it goes from it's not starting again and then he goes nope bye count him it was just a nice touch of like we're not restarting so right away like i'm throwing you right out again it was kind of cool and then that just that spot in the middle where monsoon even goes look at the speed of these two like he yeah. really meant yeah, it. he's like that, these yeah. guys were like we're going for fast covers like crazy yep. yeah and it was just yeah it was so and good like it was, all be- of it was good before the luchadors it was before the flippy shit it was um it was hard hitting and a lot of stuff outside of the ring and inside to outside and off the top turnbuckle before that shit was the norm, before high risk and before they, they, like they, they put on it a, was they worn put out. On a real a real clinic because it was a know. real wrestling match. Yeah. And now it's mm-hmm. um, how many things can I put in? That and that, that, go, that oh, spot shit. Craig that you talked about yeah. when when he threw Sav or Steamboat out uh, to cool down. <laughs> Yeah, the move that caused that was uh, like Savage did a high knee to his the back of his head, and yes, I'd never seen yeah. anything like that before. Mm. Uh, I don't even think I've seen anything like that now. Yeah. And it was so violent and perfect, like where he just caught him right in the back of the head, a running high knee. I don't even like, yeah. and then he throws like Steamboat out, and like he's so Savage is so amazing. His knee drop he would do yeah. he went for cover off that like it was just the so elbow fast. to his Everything. face where like yeah. savage shook his elbow off and it looked like he got steamboat right in the face with what his about elbow the pop at the end baby oh my god the yeah, pop at the it end was huge i'll tell you nobody dra- does an arm drag any better than ricky steamboat shoulder block and try for a pin again and no look at the speed of these two another two count and that's it oh he got caught with the momentum right into the top of the wall Planted that knee right into the high cervical vertebrae area of the back. You know what that was? Steamboat went to the well once too often. It was huge. No music. I still love it like I talked about earlier when yeah, he no music. this animal steel right yep. in the face. That's very true. I never even thought about that. And you don't hear like, he's real. a steamboat. Like you don't hear any music. No, it's, it's uh, remember the song, remember the show, the, uh, Everybody, the kid, uh, here comes Steamboat. Is it Quiz Kid? <laughs> There was a show called Quiz yes. Kid, right? Dun, 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 that was dun, that dun, was dun, that theme. Steamboat yes. came down to that theme, but they don't own the rights to it, so they have to do generic. Yeah, they have to change it. Did out. they play it yeah. when he won, though? Oh no! Well, at least it was really. a generic music, but in the the original copy of WrestleMania three, yes, it was all. Oh, Quiz Kid. okay, was, okay, yeah. okay. Well, when yeah. he first pinned him, they didn't play the music right away. You know, like it was just right, one, yeah. Two. It was like because the, they were uh, the waiting. They're waiting for the official Fink announcement. Yeah, you got to have the Dave Hebner. When Brock beat Taker, it was like you didn't hear the song right away. It was like what. Got the yeah, then the announcer announced that's, it, and people were that's like, what? "This was and, yeah. and then that kid made a million dollars. And you want to know why I laughed when Steamboat was going back on the cart and he was holding the belt up? I just laughed because George Steele was Tony Khan hugging like Steamboat. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 like, so get, get this piece of shit on my ring. Get this piece of shit. George Animal still had a major announcement on Saturday night. Everything. And even when they George Animal still had a major announcement the next week on Superstar. Major announcement. Major announcement. 
the major out. That was a school teacher. He was super smart. You can't talk like that, boy. I like Lisbeth. And even like when they they kept the camera out there too when Steamboat left and Savage and Elizabeth got on the cart. You know, Monsoon, they were talking about, there goes Savage, like, and Savage had his head down and Elizabeth was consoling him. And it was awesome just watching Savage go to the back. It felt like a real sport. It looked like a real sport. They did it later when Andre lost. That that scene of Andre yelling at Hogan on the cart as he's going back in the trash just all yeah, over Andre and Hogan celebrating because he just sport. slammed him at Andre point. And he is so devastated. He was crying you try in the to, like, so fucking You try crazy. to show this to a fan today. That they would say like, whoa. They're, no, they would, they would be like, mm, I, don't see, I don't see it. It's not the same. It's not clean. I love it. I think it holds up to me because there's a yeah. reality piece to it. But I think if you show it to a fan that started watching in like '04, they're gonna be like, mm, "No, I highly doubt that." They're not because like you got the ruthless aggression area. So it, more like if you showed it to a friend that started in 2011, 12, or 13. Yeah, because yeah. remember 2004, you, you, you had ruthless, yeah, ruthless, ruthless aggression was still era. Pretty snug, so, but yeah, but, but also, it, but it was snug. But everything was perfect in 04 to 06. Yeah. Like, if if nobody you, watched a move for two years, more, more realistic <laughs> than what it is. You know, today. If you think I know it's about an it, statement, but you know what so I mean. if, if you're a fan yeah. now, 35 years ago. I can understand you not getting that at all. And it would be the same yeah. as if we were watching 87 and 35 years ago in 1952, someone showed you a VHS oh. of like Luthez with like an hour bullshit. Like Garbage. we would not, even the greatest match, we'd be like, what the fuck? No. That was 35 years. So that time now, I can understand if this is not your jam, but anyone who's had any experience nope. throughout the decades, this holds up. Like it might not be a full thing and, and fully be your jam, but it and that's why I didn't think it was a gimme. That's why I didn't think it was a gimme to do this because I think it was a gimme. Well, well, I, mean, well, I agree with you what have, you're saying because you we have the, the same mentality. Face. You have the saving face of Savage, which is weird. You have the fast cover. You have the fact that it's not clean, and it, but it's not supposed to be. I mean, it wasn't. It's not. That's not what wrestling really is at that in that era. It's not. It's supposed to be imperfect and that's what makes it special and what makes you keep going wow that they're really resisting each other right they're not they're not just going over the top trying to go reason. at it yeah, yeah they're exactly. really they're really i think they really don't like each other like it, it, so that like gives you that little bit you know and we still look for that stuff today like when <laughs> when um oh my gosh who, who hit brock too hard and brock like punched him so hard oh, he Stroman. knocked him out to his Stroman. I mean, it's like Stroman. calm, calm, calm down. the fuck down calm down Punch like you look temple. for moments like that that's real or that's real temple. for like half it's only half a second, but it's real. Yeah. He punched him so hard in the temple, he took him to a knee. Big old brawn. What like, if bro, he like killed that. him? Like, what if he just killed him? What if he just killed him? That is the <laughs> that's the Macho Man symbol of our era, you know, rocking. Uh, and I can't stress like how this was a shock to regular wrestling fans for the the Crockett fans. Nobody expected a match like this, like to come out of WrestleMania. Be. I think this doubled up too. I think it was more like. People were impressed and intimidated by the tickets they sold and the fact that Hogan and Andre was going to happen. And I think it just garnered the interest of everyone. But then after this, I remember also some of the wrestlers saying, there's a lot of wrestlers like, I think, Hardys and stuff and Jericho. And then we're like, Savage and Steamboat. When we saw Savage and Steamboat, we were like, oh, fuck, there's hope. Like, Vince will still let wrestling yeah. happen. Like, and that was a whole, and, and that redefined the IC title. And even though great people like Valentine and Santana and Morocco and all those people held it before, you know, it was like after that match, people were like, well, now that's got to steal the show, like all the time. Like, you know, and a lot of pressure yeah. for one title, they you know. Set, they set a precedent there. I even, I was reading on the match and I, uh, just some people that had uh, highlights of it, and they said, um, 
uh, Deanna Prazio, who's like one of the big, one of the big lady champs now. She's amazing, right? Dave's, and, a, Dave's uh, a fan. She, I'm a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and she says she watches, movie. she watches that, she watches that match like all the time, like weekly. She'll watch that. Well, match. Yeah. Right, so it, it, uh, she, that's right. how she fell in love with the, with yeah, the crowd. she's smart. Do I mean, you we're think... talking about 35 years ago? Would take seven years for that match to be. Yeah, she, she's probably not even 35, by the way. She's. You know, it, the she, next time in the Intercontinental Championship huh. would steal the show, like would be WrestleMania 10. And then, and it was a yeah. totally different match Ladder that you kind of almost can't Chico. compare it to. It's different. Chico. Yeah. So what were you going to say, Craig? Sorry. Uh, do you Craig, think, you at, do you think at some point Vince knew it was special? Do you think they I know think what so. they were about to do and they were about to steal the show? I've never, I, I haven't I seen any documentaries on it. I don't think they knew before. Did they? Yeah, I think, I think after the fact. Like if you're gonna, it, it seems strange to be to, to so choreograph something so much beat for beat. That's no one has the time to do that on the night of, or unless you're you're doing trying something new and doing some loops, and you're gonna finish up on, on a paper. Kind of like Vince probably didn't even know it was like that. He was like, well, I, don't, that, I trust you. you that's what it. I'm thinking. It's like maybe those two guys knew it was gonna be special. And the Holy only shit. one that knew. I have a feeling, and I don't know if this has been back. said before on podcast <laughs> or anything like that, but I have a real feeling. The person they ran it through wasn't Vince. It was Patterson. Patterson, And Patterson yeah, probably Patterson. put his, like, pepper yeah. on it and go, why don't you just try this or do that? Oh, I God. think, in, you know, oh, oh my God, Steve, what the way you kick out. Macho. Ah. Oh, the knee in the back, my goodness. Ah, try me, do guys. I'm crying. Look at me. I can't have a mention. It's WrestleMania 4. I'll put something else in your back. Steve is coming down with his son right now, which Joe would despise. Yeah, Joe would be losing his shit right now. Yeah, Joe's like, you're coming down with your son. Oh, yeah? Where is Joe? Oh, my God. He yeah, hated Joe. Right hates Steamboat so much. He should call in. So, Joe? yeah. I, I, it, to me, it wasn't – I mean, it could have easily gone the other way. We could look at it and say, hey, you know what? From my childhood, I remember this match being good. But, you know, 35 years later, it's not uh, – whatever. But I still watch it now, and I get just as excited. Yeah, and it is what yeah, I like. Man. It's what makes me happy. And it's only 14 minutes. It's, it's not 45 it, minutes. It's not half an hour. It's it's a great match. I mean, it really is just a great match. That's all you can say. throwing random shit to the wall. Yeah. You go, oh, shit. It's an actual right. legit match. I, I thought the thumbtacks yeah. didn't work, but that's fine. That's just me. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, really? Like this was more. just pure wrestling. It was fucking pure wrestling, and they didn't hit their finishers at the end until Macho didn't get the count, and then Steamboat hit yeah, his finisher. That's what made it better, yeah. and he didn't yeah. catch no false finish on a just fucking elbow. Just a yeah. roll up. Yeah, he did a little roll up, and yep. that was about it. So it still holds up. I mean, a lot of people might say like, "Duh," but it could easily not. But I mean, no, you got to go yeah. back and watch this match, and really, like, yeah. you, you obviously know how great Steamboat is, but I think a lot of people forget about how great Savage is, and I think. That okay. uh, that's a crime, and I've talked about it before on the the Macho Man 1988 year profile that we did on him. That mm-hmm. WWE doesn't go out of their way to talk about him, and it really bothers me that they don't. Like, yeah, that is I don't true, know how yeah. you don't talk about Savage more. I don't know how you don't. Yeah, really, like Macho well, Man is so great. Then they might mention him, but that's about it. Barely, I don't even know if they yeah, do they any more on that. Like, yeah, like he really should. Macho should influence his the way his charisma and like his his character. Well, he was so into it, I and mean, maybe because he was kind of neurotic in real life, but like he was just so great. Like he in lived his gimmick. Did. That was him. 
don't take any attention off of me. He shook his head the way he patted his hair down when he got pissed off at the beginning of the match. We didn't talk about where he kept leading Elizabeth away from George Steele on the outside of the ring because he she wasn't in the right position. He was so bothered, like he stopped wrestling Ricky Steamboat in front of ninety three thousand people to be like, "I'm gonna move you." Like, and it just he was so good. And the way he matted his hair down because he was mad and angry, it was just like a, a. it's a, like not a psychopath, but it was just like this fucking guy that's like unhinged. Like it was awesome. Like everything he did was great. And Steve, yeah. of course, is the perfect white meat baby face. You can't beat him. It's I uh, think it's know, psychopathic so. tendencies. I think it, that's yeah. It's great. Like it was really like, good. It's the best so, thing. But still holds up to everybody, Dave. Sorry, oh. go ahead. Ah, for audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. On social media, can you give Jess a good solid follow on Instagram or Twitter oh. at OWP 2019 or yeah. on Facebook at our wrestling podcast? Oh, uh, got a major announcement next week. Is Why is Brock Lesnar facing over? Is Vince McMahon booking again? Is Vince McMahon doing this? Idiots. Major announcement, mm-hmm. cuz next week. Yep. Next <laughs> on ODB next Tuesday. Uh-huh. Oh, next Tuesday. Gosh. Stick around. Doesn't you want to be?